Well, good afternoon, good morning, and good evening, whatever time of the day it is you're listening to this program. Welcome to Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. All right, everybody just take a breather, calm down. I know today was a rough day, the first day that really free agency launches. We knew it was going to come. We knew it was going to come. But I don't want anybody mishandling any sharp metal objects or jumping off any bridge. Okay? We knew this was going to come. You had to mentally prepare for this. At least I was trying to get you as the audience to do so in recent podcasts. And that is also why I mentioned that the loss to the Super Bowl was much harder for me to digest personally because I knew that that team was not going to be anywhere near the same team in 2023, that we were going to lose a lot of players, especially in defense. And no team in the NFL has been butchered in terms of loss of players than our beloved Eagles after the first day. I mean, we have lost some big-time players, and no doubt we wish them all well. We're going to go through it in a moment as far as what my thoughts are on each one that we've lost so far. And I guess how I kind of see things rolling out through the remaining piece of the free agency period. I mean, the Eagles, they got to pay hurts. And they also had an abundance of one-year contracts, as you know, with, with players that they got bargain prices on. Uh, kudos to Howie for that. But eventually, you got to pay the piper, especially with the type of seasons that these players had. And because of that, you know, it's coming to roost. The chickens, as they say. So we're going to get through it. And we're going to get through it together. So thank you for tuning in to Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. We will be here throughout the free agency period and obviously the off season. And, of course, getting ready for the NFL draft where the Eagles are going to have to, you know, the draft is even more critical. And they don't have a lot of picks this year. They only have like five picks, I think, uh, with some of the moves they made. Going forward, though, especially with the loss of some of these players, they're going to get a lot of compensatory picks, which Howie is going to capitalize, uh, you know, from 2024 on and beyond. Uh, so, you know, the Eagles have two first-round picks this year. You can almost see Howie trading out of one of those. I don't know which one it will be. Uh, we'll talk about that more in, as we get closer to the draft. But uh, I have a feeling, especially for the, the amount of people that the Eagles have lost, that how he's going to want to turn one of those first-round picks now into, uh, you know, back in 
dropping into the draft and uh, making a trade and picking up some, uh, you know, a few extra picks for this year. I think the Eagles are going to have to do that now. Uh, probably more so than ever. I may not have reflected on that much in my previous podcast, but I really think now with the uh, amount of key losses um, that Howie's probably going to move one of those picks back. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it works. I'm not going to get into the draft too much in this podcast. Today is talking about free agency impact and some of these players that we've already lost, um, which are going to be, you know, obviously have a, a major impact to the team. So starting right off, you know, basically just shortly after the clock struck 12, which was the beginning of the tampering period, um, we heard about TJ Edwards and uh, that he had already flew the nest into Chicago. Now, apparently TJ is from Chicago, the area, and he grew up a Bears fan. So it shouldn't really surprise anybody that uh, that he went to the Bears. But, I mean, it was a pretty reasonable contract that he went there for. Um, I thought I had the numbers on here. I think it was three years, $19 million. I can't remember what it was now. Don't quote me on that. But I think it equated to about maybe $6 million a year, something around those lines. Maybe he got like a, yeah, it sounds like about three-year, $20 million deal or something around there. Um, so we wish TJ well. I mean, here's a guy who was undrafted. Uh, the Eagles deserve credit, obviously, for, for um, you know, getting this guy to become the player that he, that he uh, developed into. Uh, but he deserves credit to himself. I mean, he he turned himself into one heck of a player, got himself a nice lucrative contract now with the Bears. So we say goodbye to our middle linebacker, TJ Edwards, and and this means that it is Kobe Dean time. So Kobe Dean is going to be the guy that's going to have to step up uh, and, um, you know, fill that role. And I'm sure the Eagles will bring somebody else in, Um you know, perhaps is it, it could it be a Bobby Wagner. I don't know if he's still out there. I don't think anything happened with him today. Um, but, you know, could they bring in a Bobby Wagner just for, uh, you know, a one-year deal um, just to kind of, uh, you know, solidify that middle linebacker position? I, I, would, I would like to see that, but, you know, he's not going to be cheap necessarily. He could still play ball, and he's obviously probably a future Hall of Famer. So we'll see. I don't want to speculate too much on that. But anyway, TJ Edwards out uh, and uh, to the Bears. Just prior to that, just before um, the start of the tampering period, we did hear from uh, the news that Jason Kelsey has decided to return to the Eagles. So that obviously is welcome news. We all love Jason Kelsey. I mean, how can you not? The guy is... Uh, uh, he's just one of the, he's a, he's a Philadelphia Eagle legend. I mean, let's just face it. So, um, that's good news. He's not going to be cheap either. I mean, he's coming back, but I'm sure he's going to be, I think he made 9 million or so last year. He's probably going to be around that mark again, I'd imagine. I don't know if they can, if Kelsey, you know, he's an all pro, he's going to give like a discount. I mean, he's not going to break the bank for the Eagles. He is coming back, but you got to think that that's going to be, you know, nine ten million dollar contract for next year, which obviously impacts what they could do in free agency. Also, so, um, but anyway, great news. The only really positive news we have uh, to talk so about so far is Kelsey is returning. So, 
the next news that broke out was another huge loss to the Eagles. The team that he went to is very interesting. I mean, you know, you think about the 49ers and, and you think of defense. They have a good offense, too. But, you know, let's face it, they have a really good team. Uh, and uh, Javon Hargrave, which we knew uh, was going to get a big-time deal. And the projections, and, you know, we talked about when I had Matt on and we talked about, uh, you know, projected salary. And we had a right around $20 million a year for Hargrave, which we thought that was going to be too steep for the Eagles to keep. And uh, it was. Uh, Hargrave signed a four-year contract for $84 million with the San Francisco 49ers. So, again, we wish Hargrave well. The guy balled out as an Eagle. Um, You know, 11 sacks as defensive tackle last year. Just a... um, Another big, big loss. And now it's, you know, we've drafted looking ahead. You know, like I said, N'Kobe Dean is going to have to uh, step up. And Jordan Davis, the time is now for you to become the player that we drafted last year. So he becomes a much more important player. Now look for the Eagles to probably bring some defensive tackle, uh, either free agent or uh, trade or, uh, you know, in the draft again because, you know, the depth takes a hit regardless of Jordan Davis' ability to uh, come in, plug him in there and let him go or not. Eagles need to rebuild that line and reestablish that line. You know it's always a priority for the Eagles. Like I just cut myself off there. So let's talk about Jordan Davis and, uh, and it's time for him to step up. And uh, we'll see what the Eagles do to – get further depth in the defensive line because that uh, position, as you know, is a huge priority for the Eagles always. And they will, no doubt, want to rebuild the depth there. So Andre Dillard, another guy that, to me, it just just makes me sad about Dillard because the Eagles invested a first-round pick in him several years ago. I don't really think this guy ever got a break. It almost reminds me of sort of Brandon Gramish. I'm not saying he's going to turn into a player like that, but it just reminds me of how his career with the Eagles started. You know, he's been injured. He never really found his groove. He showed ability when he's been in there. All those type of things that Brandon Graham did, uh, although Graham had, you know, a significant injury missed uh, a while. But, you know, Dillard's missed some uh, injury-related time too. And again, I'm only just saying it's it just sounds similar to me. I'm not saying that Dillard's going to become the type of player that Graham has. I'm just saying that uh, it's just, you know, it's a first-round pick that has never been able to just get his career going, has shown ability, has shown some promise. Um, and, and by the, t- you know, and then he just obviously was superseded in the lineup by uh, Mylotta came in and you know really developed uh and it just stinks to have a first round pick never really transpire and get any uh, get really anything for him uh and uh and now having him go to uh, the titans so he signed a three-year deal with the titans this is a really good pickup for the titans i think i think dillard could play i think that's another reason why i compare him to graham because i 
was a huge Graham backer right from the beginning, even when all Eagle fans were out there, you know, talking about what a bust he was and how they should have drafted Earl Thomas. And, you know, he's a bust and cut. I mean, Eagle fans were calling for Graham's head early in his career. I remember that because I was the one that was defending Graham, saying they should absolutely not cut this guy. Um, but you heard all the Earl Thomas back and forth about, oh, they should have drafted Thomas, and they blew this pick, and blah, blah, blah. Again, not saying Diller's going to be a Graham-like impact loss, but I just feel that you know, it was a first-round pick that the Eagles never really gave a chance to start. Let's face it, they never really did. And uh, I just talked about the reasons why, you know, his injuries, my, a lot of his development and, and uh, passing him in the depth chart, which is, you know, that's true. No doubt about it. I mean, my, a lot is a better player, but uh, uh, it just sucks having a first round pick, just kind of come in and go and, and not have much of an impact. It just, it just sucks. So anyway, he goes to the Titans for three years at, at uh, 29 million. So the guy's basically getting $10 million a season. Again, Eagles, there's no way they're going to pay him that much for a backup left tackle. Um, so wish Dillard the best and don't be surprised if he develops into one heck of a player, a left tackle. So I, I really think that that's a very smart, uh, move by the Titans, but we'll see. We'll see. He's going to get a start. He's definitely gonna be starting over there. Uh, and we'll see if he blossoms into the player that, uh, I think is possible or if he just becomes sort of like an average lineman, if that's the case, then it's really the Eagles. It's not a, not that big of a deal. Here's probably the biggest surprise to me, and that's we also lost Marcus Epps. Now, you know, Matt and I have talked at length on this program about uh, how high we were on uh, Epps and how kind of underrated a player he was and how we were both comfortable with him being a starting safety this year for the first time in our defense. And Epps played pretty well. He didn't have a standout season by any means, but he played pretty well. He established himself that he could play as a starter in the NFL and the Raiders obviously recognized that and plucked him away from the uh, Eagles' nest to the tune of two years for $12 million. So there goes Marcus Epps. So within like the first few hours of free agency, the Eagles lost TJ Edwards, Javon Hargrave, Andre Dillard, and Marcus Epps. So big-time impacts, impactful players, especially on the defense. So what does that mean? What does this all mean? Well, it means, like I was saying, we need some guys that we've drafted. The Kobe Deans of the world, the Jordan Davises are going to have to step up big time. And maybe this means that somebody like a Kazir White might be more likely to come back now. Uh, maybe the Eagles are, you know, more apt to bring him back so they they. You know, they get an experienced linebacker in here that's familiar with the system. And here's the thing about Kazir White. He was actually a safety in college. So the fact that they really have zero safeties, if, if they end up losing C.J. Johnson, which we all expect to happen. We'll talk about him a little more in a second here. But they lose C.J. We already lost Epps. There's, I mean, we're very, very, very thin at safety. So, you know, do they do they? Think about potentially moving Kazir White back to safety. I would think he would have to, you know, lose the bulk that he put on to play linebacker. So I don't even know if that's even possible. But either way, I think Kazir White now becomes 
maybe something that the Eagles would consider um, re-signing and bringing him back in here. Uh, he played pretty well last year overall. We'll see. I don't know what his asking price is either. It's certainly going to be a lot higher than the Eagles were paying him last year. Um, so that's been the, uh, you know, that's been the big, the big thing is like, you know, the Eagles had such a good season. All these guys that had one year deals or expiring contracts, they all really, you know, are obviously capitalizing on that. Um, not a whole heck of a lot. Let's talk about CJ really quick before I move on to other news. So the Bates, by the way, the Cincinnati safety, I don't know where he went, but he signed a big time deal. Um, and, uh, I think it was to the tune of like 16 million seasons, something around there I'm hearing. Um, don't quote me on that, but he, he signed a very lucrative deal. Uh, he's one of the, he probably is the top safety that was available in free agency and CJ is right there with him. So what does that mean? I mean, the Eagles are no way they're going to pay him 16 million a season or more if he's asking for more. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to get more than Bates just did, but you know. But the Eagles' budget, I would think, for that position, because it's another position much like linebacker. And by the way, this just proves that the Eagles, especially with the T.J. Edwards deal, they do not pay the linebacker position. I mean, you got a guy like Edwards who just signed a six, six, whatever, six or seven million dollar deal to go to the Bears. I mean, that what's that is for for his production, one hundred and fifty something plus tackles. Uh, they pay a linebacker six million dollars. That that is that is something that is very reasonable for the Eagles to have kept on this team. So that just proves, as if we needed any further proof, that the Eagles do not pay the linebacker position. It is just a team philosophy. Don't ever expect them to draft a linebacker in the first round, and don't ever expect them to pay for the linebacker position. It's just a team philosophy, and you can't really dispute or argue that it hasn't worked for them. It's just frustrating because that's a reasonable, you know, he didn't go break the bank with another team, and that's somebody that uh, I think I would have brought back for $6, 7000000 million. I think that would have been very reasonable, but the Eagles chose not to do that. So we're just going to continue to retool and refine and just it's like a – it really is a turnstile for the Eagles at linebacker. They just, there's, they just, you know, it's just, it is what it is. What are you going to do, right? Um, but let's get back to CJ. So, CJ Gardner Johnson, um, I don't see the Eagles' budget for that position as good as he is. I do think the Eagles want to keep him. I, I really, and that's why I think he hasn't signed yet, because I'm sure he is mulling over some offers. And I think CJ, I think ideally, probably would like to stay here, but he's also not going to give the Eagles any hometown discount. He's not. He may let them match, you know, and if it, if the offers are comparable, I think CJ will stay here. But um, I think that there's he's going to have offers that are probably going to exceed what the Eagles are allocating to bring him back. I think the Eagles probably, as high as they may go for CJ, would be about $10 million. He's only 25. I could see the Eagles signing like a four-year deal, $10 million a season. So he gets like a, you know, three or four-year deal for $10 million. So say say it's a, you know, 30 to $40 million. They probably don't even want to go there to $10 million. They're probably, the Eagles probably ideally would be between 8 and 10. But I think they'll go as high as 10. But I think 
CJ is probably going to get demand or, or, you know, have offers out there for 11, 12, maybe 13, 14 million. It's possible. And I don't think the Eagles will go that high if that's the case. Um, maybe how he could stretch it to 11 million, you know, if he needs to. We'll see. We'll see what the market dictates. Uh, I, I do, I do think the Eagles are going to try to try to keep him here, I, you know, or bring him back. Now he's a free agent, so now now it's bring him back. Um, I just am not optimistic. I wish I could be more optimistic because I really I I love to have CJ here. He, he's the type of player that you want to have here in Philly, um, but uh, you know the way the trend has been, especially coming after today. It's it's going to be tough. It's just it just is. So I think we also need to mentally prepare Eagle fans to lose CJ Gardner Johnson. Um, not predicting he's gone. I I think there's still a shot. Okay, but you know, let's keep our expectations um, realistic. All right, in terms of uh, what's happening out there and the money that's being thrown around. You're seeing backup quarterbacks like. Um, uh, White there from the Jets making he got a two year eight million dollar per year deal two years sixteen million for for White uh, the Jets former backup quarterback uh, that's that's insane I mean backup quarterback making eight million dollars I mean yes backup quarterbacks are important the Eagles were actually one of the teams that always paid a pretty good ransom for uh, backup quarterbacks and they they kind of started that trend actually but uh, you know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's that guy is totally not proven at all. I know he had a couple decent starts with the Jets, but I mean, that's a lot of money to give to that guy, uh, in my opinion. The Eagles need a backup quarterback too, so keep that in mind. You know, so yeah, this is how he. You want to talk about a GM that has his work cut out for him? I mean, how he's going to have to pull a bunch of magic tricks, you know, to keep this team, uh, and especially defensive end defensive side, I should say, uh, you know, up to par uh, because they're just being, you know, they're eroding right now in terms of that. And the other big news around the NFL is that Aaron Rodgers, it appears that move has finally been done and he is going to be leaving Green Bay and heading, speaking of the Jets, to the New York Jets. So to me, that makes uh, makes a lot of sense. The only thing that made more sense to me, and I, I kind of was talking about this uh, during the week uh, to some other uh, NFL fans, not Eagle fans, just just in general, is I thought that um, one of the places that Rodgers should consider going to is San Francisco. I mean, that's a ready now, ready to go win team. And uh, and then I thought it might be more more likely because Garoppolo today uh, signed with Miami. I think it was. I forget where he went. Don't quote me on that. Forget where Garoppolo went. No, it's, I don't think it is Miami. It's um, I forget top of my head, but anyway, Garoppolo is no longer in San Francisco, so um, they're still uncertain, obviously, about Purdy, who's going to probably miss half of the season. You know, coming off his Tommy John surgery, and then uh, Trey Lance, who's been kind of, you know, has his own injury battles. To me, that's a win now team. Bring Aaron Rodgers in there, and holy smokes. Right, uh, that made, and he's from San Francisco, or he's not San Francisco, but he's from California. Aaron Rodgers, so that to me made the perfect match. That's what I would have done if I was the 49ers. I would have 
I would have uh, given up a couple picks or whatever and uh, brought him brought him in there and, and won a Super Bowl. But uh, he goes to the Jets, and I also think it's a good move for the Jets because the Jets have the defense. I mean, that team's defense is one of the tops in the league and has a chance to be, you know, a top five defense. If they can get a quarterback in there and they got some weapons there on offense, you know, the Jets could be a team that that really, you know, if they, you know, Aaron Rodgers in there instantly makes that a, a playoff team. So I think it's a good move by the Jets. And then it's, uh, you know, it's Love's time in Green Bay, apparently. Right? I think it's now time for Love to be unleashed. I mean, he played well against the Eagles last year when Aaron Rodgers got injured. He came right. I don't even think he threw an incompletion. So he's shown some promise. So there's another young quarterback about to take over the realm of uh, uh, Rodgers if this deal is 100% done. Uh, I'm hearing rumors that it's pretty much done, but I don't know if it's been, you know, nothing's been signed yet, but uh, the uh, a lot of reports are coming out of Green Bay that that trade has happened and that uh, Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. All right, so... I want to know your thoughts. So, you know, email us at the show. Let us know your thoughts. What are your, you know, what are your thoughts on who the Eagles have lost? How do you think they're going to replace them? Um, P-E-T-W-G at gmail.com is the show email address. Again, that is P-E-T-W-G at gmail.com. You know, it'll be interesting to hear from you as far as what your thoughts are. on what's happened uh, on day one of uh, free agency and tampering period. So uh, most of the, I don't think these deals can actually be signed until Wednesday, which is the official launch of free agency. Uh, but pretty much occasionally you'll see some of these deals, you know, a player may back out of it. Remember the Frank Gore one at one year when he signed and then backed out of it with Eagles and went to Indianapolis. So, you know, they're not officially signed deals until Wednesday, but for the most part, um, you know, these are uh, these are pretty much done deals. You know, so the Eagles are uh, taking it on the chin for sure, more than any other team right now, which, again, we knew. We knew the Eagles were going to lose players. It shouldn't surprise anybody, which is why I just wanted to come on and obviously give you an update, uh, give you my thoughts on what's happened so far. And we'll be talking throughout the rest of the week. I don't know how many podcasts I'll do. I might do a podcast every day uh, this week if the – if it makes sense to do so. So make sure you stick around. Make sure you follow, like, share the program. Uh, we're uh, uh, really would appreciate that. Uh, we're going to, you know, always tune in here to uh, Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. We will keep you up and to date from a fan's perspective. That's the reason why you come here. I'm not, I don't work for the Eagles. I'm going to give you a diehard fan's opinion on how the Eagles are doing. Talk about the news with you. And then, uh, you know, we'll just uh, we'll get through this together, just like we always do. So uh, I think if I'm missing anything else for now, I just want to make sure that we, uh, you know, CJ is going to be the next shooter drop. It could be as early as tomorrow when we get news on, on CJ and and, uh, and how that's going to work out. You know, do the Eagles and do Howie, Will Howie, I should say. Bring him back, you know, and he's going to have to pay to do so. No doubt about it. Um, 
The other ones are Fletcher Cox. You know, with the loss of Hargrave, you know, does Cox become more of a um, option for the Eagles to bring back? Obviously, he's older, but you like his veteran leadership. And depth-wise, you probably, you know, if his if his market is not necessarily out there to where uh, he's going to fetch a lot of dough, and it makes sense for the Eagles financially to bring him back, I think you could see that. But uh, Cox is out there, too, and that's some real, another team out there just looking for a, a wily veteran to just plug in there and, uh, and make a run. It's got a lot more, you know, cap room than the Eagles have. Then, you know, Fletcher Cox could be playing elsewhere, too. So, I don't know. There's, those are probably the next two guys that uh, – and Miles Sanders, obviously, still out there. I think Miles, um, you know, no running back signed uh, today. I think Miles would be a guy that if he's going to go somewhere, could be as early as tomorrow. It's possible. I think Miles might be a little bit more towards the middle to the end of the week where see where he ends up and where his market is. Uh, I don't think it'll surprise anybody if he ends up going somewhere else uh it'll be a big loss for me being a miles fan as you all know um but uh, again i've already got my brain much like i did with all these defensive losses um you know kind of ready and prepared to to hear that news so uh but anyway uh until the next breaking news story which could be as early as tomorrow Make sure you stick around with Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. We'll make sure we keep you updated. We'll keep you giving my thoughts on any Eagles news and developments as we head into free agency. Uh, will CJ come back? That's probably the next the next uh, big breaking news story. And uh, we'll have the all over here at Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.